you know, what I've seen online is that there seems to be often this tension between, uh, on the one hand, I can help people, but on the other hand, if I'm going to try and sell them, I'm not going to be helping them and I'm going to be doing them a disservice. It's, mm. you know, people don't want to seem like they're selling or marketing because they, you know, uh, rightly often, you know, feel like they're not helping the person. You hear all the bull about marketing every day. Make your money in your sleep. My new offer is crushing it. My guru could beat up your guru. It's time to go right to the source and get the truth about marketing. With your host, the founder of CopyChief.com, Kevin Rogers. All right, my guest today is Will Hamilton. Uh, Will is the owner over there at FuzzyYellowBalls.com. That is his website and very successful in the, if you couldn't have guessed it, the tennis niche. Uh, to introduce Will, I'd love to read something that Forbes magazine wrote about Will. I love this, this little write-up here. It says, Will Hamilton was only a few years out of college with a political science degree when he received a phone call offering a staff position with the U.S. House Budget Committee. While many of his classmates would have surely jumped at the chance to work inside the Beltway, this former college tennis player turned part-time coach had second thoughts about joining the world of politics. I remember calling them back to say, thanks, but I'm going to start a tennis website in my parents' basement instead. And then there was a long silence on the other end. <laughs> so, Will, is that a pretty accurate description of your foray into uh, entrepreneurialism here? Well, Kevin, thank you, uh, thank you for having me. And yes, that is uh, that is an accurate description. It was um, it was a little uh, a little bit of an awkward phone call, as you can imagine. <laughs> is that literally what you said to the person? That's literally what I said. I mean, I, I don't know what possessed me to to explain why I wasn't taking the job. Um, I guess just you know give them the reason why, but it was probably the strangest reason why they've ever got for <laughs> someone turning down a, a job. That's so funny. Oh, cool, man. So uh, tell us about the the site. Uh, love the name. First of all, let's talk about the name um, because that's a, a it's a fun name. Did you ever have any hesitation about being a little tongue in cheek with it? Uh, I mean, a ton. Uh, it was the, the name. I actually didn't think of it. It was it was uh, I was sitting around with my business partner, uh, Adam Siminski. Um, he's he's sort of the behind the camera guy, the tech guy, he's a tech whiz. And another one of our friends uh, named Alex, and we were trying to figure out what are we going to call this thing. And everything we came up with was really lame. It was, you know, topspin, learn topspin or online tennis <laughs> or, you know, just boilerplate boring stuff. And then finally, Alex said, well, what if you call it fuzzy green balls? <laughs> and I was like, OK, well, a tennis ball is chartreuse, which is a type of yellow. So I was like, well, it would be called fuzzy yellow balls. That sounds like a porn website. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, I, you know, we didn't have a better name. So I was like, man, I, I mentioned my parents. The only good name we have right now is Fuzzy Yellow Balls. And my parents were like, absolutely not. You cannot call it that. <laughs> Terrible idea. No one's going to take you seriously. And it was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 25 at the time. So obviously I'm like, okay, well, my parents don't like it. So it must be good. So <laughs> right. we ended up running with it. <laughs> wow. That's great, man. And then, can you imagine now, right? If it, so, what was the first time you realized that was a good choice to to call it that professionally? Uh, pretty cool. 
pretty quick. I mean, you know, people are just like, oh, that's such a catchy name. That's mm-hmm. funny. You know, you're not going to forget it. So, yeah. um, you know, at the time, I didn't know that it was a good branding choice. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it was pretty fast that that um, that it kind of ca- uh, caught on, I guess you could say, and, and, and became clear it was a good idea. It was, it's interesting, though. I mean, we with this with the silly name, you know, when you put yourself out there for the first time, particularly when you're a little younger, you don't necessarily have the self-confidence um, in yourself or your I was just concerned that people wouldn't take me seriously. Mm-hmm. So I played it really, really straight on camera, just like showing no personality at all <laughs> and just just straight to the, you know, meat and potatoes of the lesson. And then uh, after a little while, I, you know, I, I don't know the exact moment. But I was like, ah, the heck with this. I'm just going to be myself. And and uh, so <laughs> that was the that was sort of the evolution of, uh, of of the name of the website. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it because uh, it's there and it's fun, but you're not trying to make everything wacky or like, oh, now people like fun. We got to make everything wacky and fun, right? It's it's clear when you get there, it's it's for, you're, you're going to learn something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if anything, we kind of, um, you know, went totally in the opposite direction. It was kind of this wacky name and we were just totally straight. Yeah. Uh, and, and then we're trying to move back into, not necessarily wacky, but just, Show some personality, right? Yeah. There's that, uh, what is that uh, old copy saying? I think it's copy, but it's uh, people come for the content and stay for the connection. Right, so, right. you know, you just need to show a little bit of who you are so uh, so people care. Right, for sure. Cool, man. So it started out with just YouTube videos? Um, just, well, yeah, it was, it was uh, yeah, basically we were, it was crazy. We were in my parents' basement uh, and we, we, basically built this green screen down there hmm. and uh the space was so kind of tight that we had to shoot through a door to frame <laughs> everything properly and adam just figured out because like i said he's a tech whiz he just figured out how to make everything work and light it properly and then and then edit it so um so it was a good partnership because you know i knew the tennis and uh he could actually make it go right yeah perfect and so um so cool. So they were quality videos. And that was one of the things I've, I've heard you talk about where you felt you had an advantage right away because you uh, could make quality video, video. You could make it look good and professional. And, and that's what caught people's attention. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, when we, when we, the, the, even before that um, <laughs> budget committee story, the, the way I got the idea for this was I was on YouTube right when it, came out. I think it came out in 05 and I think this was 06 when I was bouncing around YouTube and I came across this instructional video on Topspin that had 55,000 views. I was like, wow, that's a lot of views. And the video was, it was okay. It was good content, but the production value wasn't, wasn't uh, great. So I just said to myself, I could do this and I think I could do it better. Hmm. So we, we, we definitely spent when we got started about six months trying to figure out how to make the video look unique and look good hmm. and organize it in a way where it was coherent. So, you know, one video might build on another one. And that was, that was definitely time well invested because the green screen look, basically we just, you know, the green screen is what a weatherman stands in front of. We just replaced the weather with somebody hitting a tennis ball and I could really break down and show what, what people were doing, and that was a, a new, unique look mm. that uh, that definitely helped. I mean, our YouTube channel at this point, I haven't checked in a while, but somewhere in the vicinity of 55 million views. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. awesome. That's great. No, it was, it was crazy. And we're talking about less than, less than 10 years here. So, um, 
Uh, well, yeah, no, about ten years, right? Yeah, so two thousand five. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, we actually didn't launch. We didn't launch till two thousand seven. September, I think it was September twenty first, two thousand seven. Mm. When we actually released stuff, we started. We started in two thousand six. Gotcha. Is when uh, is when we started working on the project. Okay, cool. Business. So, um, you know, I was just at uh, Ryan Levesque's Ask Intensive, and he, he talks about you a lot, as you, I'm sure you know, um, because your site, uh, fuzzyyellowballs.com, is, you know, one of the greatest examples of the Ask Method in action. Um, so let's sort of fast forward to the first time you uh, did a quiz and sort of brought the prospect into your world that way. Yeah, that was that was in uh, 2013, and uh, one of the things just through our evolution, we, um, we, uh, we the content started with me as the coach, and then I pivoted where I'm sort of more of an MC, and I bring in well-known coaches, you know, maybe somebody um, like a doctor, Mark Kovacs, I won't mean anything to you, but, you know, PhD in, in physiology. So he knows exactly what you're supposed to be doing from a scientific standpoint when you hit a particular shot. So I'll partner with these experts to create content. And uh, I've gotten to the point where we started working with professional tennis players, uh, the Bryan brothers, who are the best men's doubles team of all time, yeah. uh, Pat Rafter, he won the U.S. Open twice in the 90s, former uh, number one in the world, he's Aussie. And then most recently, uh, back in March, uh, Martina Navratilova, who I'm sure wow. uh, needs no introduction for most folks. Yeah, I mean, that was that was awesome. I mean, they're all awesome. Um, but obviously, Martina occupies a stature that uh, transcends tennis. Right. Legendary. So, yeah, yeah. And so, um, so when we were working, we worked with Pat to create a product that we then launched using Jeff Walker's uh, – Jeff Walker's uh, product launch formula, and, and and I'm a I'm a Jeff Walker disciple as well. His model's great, mm-hmm. but um, but obviously with the Ask method, um, it's it's more about building uh, you know a, a, in our case a funnel where we could bring in people constantly and and scale the business. So what we did with the product we created with Rafter is we modified it um, to work um, with uh, with the survey funnel. Yeah, and what I thought was cool was I, I think I saw that video, and it's he's very much in the mix with you. I mean, it's not like, hey, you found the spokesperson who's you know just like giving a thumbs up at the beginning or end or something. He's sitting there with you, and he's inviting. It's actually him who invites people into the quiz. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I think that, that that's really smart. How are the pros? Do they, they obviously they get it and you have to kind of explain to them, hey, this is how this works and this is why it's effective. And are they is that they they really buy into it and understand what they're doing there real quick? Yeah, I mean, it, so it depends, right? It depends on on um, which pro it is. Some of them are just like, yeah, it's all, you know, basically they'll just you'll say read off the teleprompter and they'll do it. Do it, but but others um, sometimes you you when I do these deals, I work with their agents and I just explain to them ahead of time what what we're going to be doing, and and sometimes the agents are a little hesitant to, in that case, you know, read something like that, and then you just kind of explain the process and, and how it works. It's basically just a conversation, and then and then typically, I, I don't think I've ever had a problem. I have had to, I've had, I have had some hesitancy, mm-hmm. uh, and you just need to explain it you know, explain what you're doing. I mean, heck, when I tell people just generally what I do, I, I teach tennis on the internet. They're like, how does that even work? You know? So it's just with anything, I think, <laughs> I think a lot of people probably have, if you're running a business online, I think 
people still are sort of like, huh, you can do that. Uh, right. And, and, you know, regardless of your market, but certainly with tennis, since it's a sport, right. I think that kind of confuses people. Yeah, for sure. Right. They picture you sitting there on Skype or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exactly, yeah. That's, that's the first thing people think yeah. of. Yeah. That's the very first uh, kind of guess people have. I, I know like, a lot of tra- like- tra- yeah, trainers are doing that now, right? Like, like, you know, personal trainers where they'll, I'm not sure what they do. They sit there and like, you know, watch the guy do curls or something. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, that is a, like even I'm I'm yeah I'm in online sports and even I'm like that does that even work? Can you watch me do curls or pushups? How much are you sweating? Yeah, Le- I know. leaning closer to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> You're not sweating enough. <laughs> All right, cool. So um, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and you, you, I mean, like you said, Martina Navratilova. That's uh, pretty much the the peak there. Um, so, uh, but this has been incremental. So mm-hmm. the quiz idea, you meet uh, Ryan through, I think, Jeff. and uh, uh, no, Not through Joel. Well, there's a guy in, his, in Jeff Walker's mastermind named uh, Ed Hariki. And Ed introduced me to Ryan. Okay, cool. Back it's, in 2013, yeah. So how quickly did the whole survey funnel idea uh, resonate with you when you heard about it? I mean, as soon as you understand what what the uh, you know what it is and and the benefit, I mean, it's pretty much instantaneous. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it was for me. I mean, it makes it makes perfect sense where instead of taking this, uh, uh, you know, instead of thinking of your audience as one kind of uh, uh, group, um, uh, I'm trying to think. Of, it's I, I not heterogeneous. It's heterogeneous. I'm like I'm. I'm, 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 what, what word am I looking at? Homogeneous? It's homogeneous. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Homogeneous, yeah. Um, it's kind of like, uh, never do math on stage or on camera. It's more like having that, never, never try and think of like smart words, um, <laughs> during an interview. Um, anyway, homogeneous. Hopefully people understand what I'm trying to say. Instead of thinking of it as this one group, well, there's going to be, there's going to be a bunch of subgroups in there. Um, and, and when I thought about it in the context of tennis, like, oh, of course. So if you're talking about the serve, well, some people are going to struggle with their toss. Other people are going to struggle with their grip. Other people are going to struggle to jump. Other people are going to struggle to hit with power or placement or spin. And, 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 and you know, one thing that, that I didn't even consider, and it makes total sense now, um, it seems so obvious uh, now, is, is, is a big one for my market is uh, people get injured when they serve because their technique's wrong. Mm-hmm. So they'll get shoulder injuries, elbow injuries, wrist injuries, maybe knee injuries, um, probably less so on the serve, but back injuries. So I was like, oh, well, we got to start recovering not only correct technique, but if you suffer from some of these injuries, like what do you, you know, uh, how can you mitigate some of that? Um, and it's just stuff that, that might seem obvious. Maybe it doesn't. You just miss it if you don't go through Ryan's, uh, in this case, like the deep dive survey right. process. Yeah, so let's just talk about that for a second. The deep dive survey, if, if people listening aren't aware, it's just a, you're surveying. You have, so in your case, you had a list of buyers and, and probably non-buyers, right? Lots of people mm-hmm. who had opted in. Yep. And so yep. you're sending out a series of five to seven questions, and you're just asking pretty simple stuff about what they struggle with uh, with their serves, right? And mm-hmm. then you analyze that data, and like you were just saying, what comes out of that is often really eye-opening. You know, sometimes your market may be, you know, 10 years older than you think they were, for instance. And think of how differently you would you would market to somebody who's uh, 60 as opposed to 50. The references you would make, the, the kind of memories you would want to create, how what they get emotional about, what they struggle with. Uh, and so what kind of... 
So that's the kind of things you were seeing about about injuries was one of the things you started to see in the yeah. dive survey. Yeah, totally. And it just this is sort of a rapid fire, just things popping into my mind. Like one of the reasons we got Martina, and you know we would have worked with Martina um, regardless of the data point I'm about to share, or just because she's Martina. But one of the reasons she's like, oh, she's perfect, is because when we actually looked at when we started looking at our our demos, our audience um, and our buyers specifically are all over the age of 50, hmm. all of them. And Martina is 59 years old. So we're like, oh, well, she's wheelhouse for, for our market. Um, as an aside, I don't know why all these you know, 50 pluses are buying from me. I'm 34 and probably <laughs> don't look like I'm 30. So I just interesting interesting to me that that I'm the guy that they come to. But uh, uh, anyway, that was that was like, you know, it started that process started directing our, our strategic decisions about who we're going to partner with when um, when we look to partner with a pro or or a, a big name coach. The um, the biggest thing um, probably so there was the serve funnel that we did with with Pat. The uh, the best funnel we've ever put together is with the Brian brothers, which um, I worked with Ryan on in, in 2014 to create. Um, so this is for doubles, um, and uh, you know there's in, in tennis. You can play singles, whether it's just you versus someone else. In doubles, you have a partner. Right. Um, so it's you know two on a side, four on a court. But the really interesting thing about uh, this particular funnel we, we put together um, was the product that was behind it. That's which the Brian was, Brothers one. It's the Brian Brothers. Doubles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the surveys, you know, fixture number one, doubles killer. Uh, um, but the product that's behind it is called New Partner, No Problem. Because what we found through the survey process, the deep dive survey, was that the biggest thing people were struggling with was playing well with a new partner. Mm. Because for adult tennis players, you play in a league or you play at your club, and you're always paired with new partners. So how do you develop quick chemistry? You know, how do you choose what side to play? How do you communicate with somebody you don't really know? You know, there's the there's the relationship element to it. But the interesting thing about that process was that. People didn't say, I struggle to play with a new partner. What they said was, oh, I really struggle to communicate with my partner. Or they said, I'm not sure which side to play. Or they said, who covers the lob? And so basically they're all saying the same thing. How do I play well with uh, you know, different partners, a new partner? Mm -hmm. But they said it in different ways. Mm. And so if we didn't have this process, we would have missed that. Right. You would have yeah. missed this huge issue your market suffers from because they all explain it a little bit differently. Right. Right. So that funnel just obliterated it when we when mm. we released it. I mean, it, it was it was crazy um, to like hit go on it and watch it um, sort of watch the sales roll in because they literally it was like nuts right when we released it. And, and that's so. right. And this is about to get so excited now because that's what's so magical about this method to me is that you can you're literally reading their minds they're getting, they're sharing with you everything that's on their mind they're, they're glad you asked so it's a great experience for them right they're sharing openly and then you get to customize as you're talking about not only the language in the copy but the product and so they're it's a literally a dream come true they see what you're offering and they go wow it's like you're inside my head Yep. And you go, I am inside your head. That's why it's like that. 
I've been there. Right there, right now. Better better put on your tinfoil helmet because <laughs> I've got direct access at the moment. That's right. I'm not leaving. Yep. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, you go ahead because I have another point, but I'd rather hear what you were going to say. Well, I was going to say, and, and yeah, it's like you're reading someone's mind, but the other thing that's, that's great about the process, and, and Ryan talks about this, is you, you you get there by genuinely helping people. I mean, yeah, right now yeah. we're talking about it as like business people and marketers. How do we sell stuff? But when you when you you know at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is help people right. in whatever field we're in. And the way this process works is that they go through this quiz and it routes them to a specific fix for their problem. So they're like, oh my gosh, this is what I was. You know, they get a fix video for something that was really really holding them back and and whatever they were trying to do in our case obviously play better doubles so so after they get this free piece of content you know not only are they happy not only have you helped them but they're just obviously way more inclined to to buy from you because they're like man this this was really helpful i this product's going to be crazy good yeah great point and that's the thing as i say you know it's a rich experience for them and a important point to make here is that you in a quiz, you offer to um, uncover somebody's flaw, and then you promise that you're going to help them fix it, and the, and the, you actually do that first yep. before you ever offer them something else. This is not a trick, and this is not a way to suck $47 out of somebody's wallet. This is about engaging your prospect in a way that feels entirely different from anything they've experienced because you care like i don't you could create one of these and be and have it be a manipulative thing but it, i don't think it would last i think this works because the marketers who use it actually care and that's when that's who gets excited by this will right like people who become zealous about this method like i have just over the last 30 days i'm nuts about it because that's what i saw i was like man if you really want to help somebody you can help them just when when they first land on your site you can begin helping them immediately and like you said then they go wow now you have their full attention and you know like i do from having a a form based community it is very hard even when people give you money to become part of your thing to to keep their attention to win their attention we have to do it over and over again right and there's yeah. no better way to do that by blowing their minds with value uh, based specifically on what they just told you they struggled with, it's like a it's it's like a little miracle they experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's a really really important point that that needs to be made because I think, um, particular, you know, what I've seen online is that there seems to be often this tension between, uh, on the one hand, I can help people, but on the other hand, if I'm going to try and sell them, I'm not going to be helping them and I'm going to be doing them a disservice. It's, mm. you know, people don't want to seem like they're selling or marketing because they, you know, uh, rightly often, you know, feel like they're not helping the person, mm -hmm. right. Or they're coming off as sleazy or something like that. So, um, I, I, that's one of the reasons, probably the primary reason, um, I love Ryan's model so much. Uh, love the ask method just because, um, you are, providing genuine great content and helpful advice to people in a targeted way um, that really provides them a fix for for what they're struggling with and um, so they leave happy whether or not they buy but hey they're more inclined to buy from you because they think or they know rather that 
uh, well, they think and know that you understand what they're struggling with. Yeah, I, I, I put it like this to people with your product or say the golf product. It's like, you know, the quiz is if you ran into a golf pro in the pro shop and said, you know, am I swing and I just keep I just keep hacking left or something. And they just said, oh, well, let me see your swing. And they it took just two minutes and they gave you a quick adjustment and it completely changed your game. You'd be delighted, thrilled, right? Uh, that's basically what the, cl- the, the quiz delivers to you totally for free. And then you, if, you're, if you need to decide to invest in professional uh, you know, training after that, coaching, you're not going to go look for a different pro. You're going to go back to the guy who was so generous and helpful to you in the pro shop that day and go, hey, how, how much would it cost me to hire you? I, I'd love to work more with you. I bet you could really help my game, right? It's a, it's a very organic experience. Exactly, yeah, exactly right. Awesome. So, And I want to point out from a copywriting sort of geek out perspective, uh, I, I love the, the, the title of your best-selling product, with the, with the brothers, um, new partner, no problem, because just like fuzzy yellow balls, that is an unconventional name for a product. I uh, I have my moments, <laughs> <laughs> it, and it's you know it's got rhythm and a, just from a writing standpoint, it's got a lot of cool stuff going about it. But again, it's it's not some boring thing, right? You know um, how to win at doubles, you know, and also I. I I'm gonna have to link this. So I want people to go and see this this quiz and this fun. I hope I don't I don't screw up your stats in case they're not. No, you'll be you'll be fine. No <laughs> Actually, well, players. you might have some tennis players on, on, yeah, on yeah. your list, so you'll help my stats. They get to have <laughs> their minds blown, and uh, <laughs> but uh, I I just love how you really took a, a lot of the exact phrases that people were um, using in in the deep dive survey and put it right into the copy. It's probably the best example of that I've seen. Well, that's, I mean, that's the, uh, you know, the, the other, uh, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a million brilliant parts of the model, but that's, this is one of them is you get so much great copy from all these answers, right? It just, just the way to explain these problems is basically the work is done for you um, by, by your audience. Um, right. So oh, that was a big revelation for me because, uh, you know, what we, what we basically started doing is we would, you know, we'd do the deep dive survey and we'd read, we'd read all these responses and then you start kind of trying to describe a particular problem in their language and then you can, you can mail people on another survey and, and kind of gauge based on which radio button they, they click, um, if you've accurately described the problem or not. And, and, you know, if, if one of your, if one of your, uh, descriptions tanks, you know, okay, I didn't describe this properly. Great point. Yeah. So it's like, a, 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 a small copy test or a small part of your copy being tested all the time in real time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just if one of those questions isn't, you're going, this is getting ignored maybe because how we worded it, not because it isn't valid. Exactly. And here's actually a, a very good example of that. We, uh, we do that for both problems. We also do it for uh, the benefit sort of slash uh, transformation that you'll get from, from a particular product. So, uh, there was a there was a different product we've released called uh, Match Control, um, which I uh, shamelessly uh, stole slash modified the title from Frank Kern's uh, nice. Mass Control. <laughs> nice. So I just just Match Control. Um, yeah, shamelessly swiped it. But 
we were trying to we were trying to accurately describe the so the the, the product will help you win more singles matches, but we were trying to obviously get a better um, um, way of describing the benefit than that. And so we we you know looked at all, all um, our responses of what people wanted and and tested um, two uh, two benefits. And the first uh, and it was you know a radio button just to see percentage wise what people wanted more. Um, and so it was just the question was just something the effect of, you know, uh, which would you rather um, have or something like that or be able to do. And the first one was um, go from where you are right now to becoming one of the top players at your local club or on your ladder. And the second one was increase your NTRP rating, which is just a tennis measurement. Increase your NTRP rating by a half point, which is a significant bump. Um, and I figured that the NTRP rating one would – win because it was an actual measurable thing mm. um but it didn't the thing that won was go from where you are right now to becoming one of the best players at your club or um in your league and it won by a, a, a significant margin which was a shocking but but because because it was not measurable mm -hmm. um but in a way it kind of was measurable because somebody's sitting there saying, well, I can't stand John, and that guy is ahead of me on the leaderboard at my club, <laughs> right. and it just pisses me off. So it was just a really interesting um, 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 thing that came out, out of Ryan's model um, that, that sort of the keeping up with the Joneses or the sort of ego-driven – um, benefit was the winner in, in, in my market. So that was really fascinating. Yeah. Cause it's always comes down to emotion, right? And, yeah, and again, totally. like, it, it helps us reflect on ourselves and nobody cares about anything more than they care about themselves. And so it is personal and an NTRB, if I'm saying that right, NTRP, uh, P, NTRP, it yeah. isn't, uh, something you get emotional about. It's more of a logical process to think mm -hmm. about that. Right. Mm -hmm. so. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Hey, it's Kevin here. We're about to get to the essential question of the show. But first, a word from our sponsor. If you'd like to understand what your best customers want even better than they understand what they want, then I invite you to come check out my friend Ryan Levesque's Ask Method Masterclass. This is, no hype, the most powerful marketing system I have ever witnessed. I've been in this game quite a while, and when I uh, was taught this method by Ryan last month there in Austin, Texas, I came home and immediately stopped everything I was doing and started again using the ask method. It is a way for you to deliver immense value to everybody who comes to your website or experiences your products. You got to see it to believe it. And to check it out, go to copychief.com forward slash ask. That's A-S-K, copychief.com forward slash ask. And see what I'm uh, offering as bonuses if you purchase Ryan's course through my special link. Won't cost you any extra money, but you'll get a whole bunch of extra cool stuff. Copychief.com forward slash ask only until July 22nd. After that, it's gone. See you there. Fascinating. Will, I uh, really appreciate you doing this. I ask an essential question on the show, and I, I'm realizing now that I did not prep you for this question. And, <laughs> oh, good. And, I like, uh, like curveballs. Yeah, so. it's not a real hard we'll one. see what happens. I think the hard part about it is going to be 
I don't know that it can top what we've already been talking about, but I'm going to throw it out to you anyway, All right. and we'll see how it goes. So, uh, <laughs> Will Hamilton, what is the number one thing you've done in your marketing that has produced the most surprising results? I mean, it's got to be it's got to be the survey process, um, the deep dive survey, and and um, you know the follow up surveys you do afterwards. I mean, the the stuff I've learned about my market going through that process is, has been crazy. I mean, I, I told you, you know, we obviously spend a lot of time talking about new partner, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's no better example than that. Yeah. Awesome. And so what do you see, um, for the future of it? You know, you've been using it, you, you've run the quiz on how many different new products at this point? Oh man. Uh, we went on a tear after <laughs> afterwards. Jeez. I'd have to say eight to 10. Wow. And so what, let's, let's define the question maybe a little. What, what, what has surprised you the most about what's worked so well about it or what maybe didn't work and you had to tweak along the way of doing eight to ten of these? Um, what surprised me about what worked really well? Yeah, like is there one part of it where you go, man, that's counterintuitive, but it works every time? Hmm... That's a good question. That's counterintuitive, but it works every time. Um, probably just, you know, the thing that uh, I, I think the quiz, the quiz part um, and, and just the, the whole concept of, of micro commitments mm. um, is is something that might seem counterintuitive. Like, oh, I'm going to make people answer more questions right. before they get their thing. You know, like we're going to put up. It's basically we're, we're, we're putting up – it seems like we're putting up more barriers right. before we can get people to the sales pitch, right? if, if that makes sense, before they get them to the order form. And that actually works better than putting up no barriers and just being like, here's my thing. That's actually a really good answer because you're right. I mean, uh, we talk a lot about in marketing removing friction, right? And we you know analyze the, the path from the minute somebody lands on a, a page to the point where they're offered uh, – uh, a product and you think how many points of friction can we get rid of here and this is totally counterintuitive because you're basically putting friction in the way hey i gotta before we can do anything we, you gotta answer a bunch of questions what <laughs> but it's you're how, inconveniencing people yeah. yeah yeah but it's how you ask the questions and make it all about them based on the fact that you've done the survey you've gotten this data and you know uh, how to help them and you care about helping them so Awesome. Well, man, really appreciate it. It was great um, meeting you, and I really look forward to doing this again. Yeah, this was fun, man. Thank you for having me on. Hopefully, uh, everybody listening, uh, this was uh, this was helpful. I'm sure it was, man. We'll talk soon. Later. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Truth About Marketing podcast. If you like this show and you think other people would like this show, the best way to spread the word is by reviewing and rating the show in iTunes. Just log in, click review, leave a big old fat five-star review, and let everybody know that you dig the show so that they can dig it too. To get all the links and resources we mentioned on today's episode, please go to copychief.com forward slash TAM, as in truth about marketing. And if you'd like to... Uh, Learn more about how you can improve your sales copy with uh, templates, formulas, coaching, feedback, or hiring a pro. Do all that on the inside of the members area of copychief.com, and I will look for you there. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.